Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the show. So, hey, I have a special announcement for you. Today, Simply Real Estate isn't just one hour, it's going to be two. And I'm opening up the phone lines right now, 416-872-1010. And we're going to be taking your calls for two hours today. And I've got a lot of topics and some questions for you about real estate. But, of course, I'll talk about the market, one of the things that we all know, because fortunately the media keeps telling us, it keeps steamrolling along the Toronto market, some record numbers through the month of February, it looks like March is going to do a repeat. And hey, listen, because we're doing two hours, I can I don't have to say later in the hour, I can say in the next hour, I've got Dave Butler from Butler Mortgage joining me, and we're going to be talking about mortgages, what kind of interest rates can you get your hands on today but the first question I have for you are or is sorry because there's there's a few of them so it's gonna be an R but we'll throw out the is um, what do you think realtors are worth as far as commissions in other words are realtors worth five percent or do you have a different opinion on that how much should you pay a realtor to sell your home? 416-872-1010, or you can text me here at 71010. Regular rates apply. Of course, that is the hot topic because we're coming into the spring market. Are realtors worth 5%? I want to know what you think. You know, for years, we've been talking about commissions. Are realtors worth it? Well, I want your feedback as well. What do you think? Should we turn around and figure out, can you set your rate for a real estate commission? So if we've got any realtors out there, I also want you to weigh in. Tell us why you are worth 5%. Now, of course, we know that it gets divided in half, two and a half out to listing and two and a half out to the selling. So what happens is that when you bring a buyer, two and a half percent commission goes out to that person. And when you are the listing agent, two and a half. So that's how they divide it if you're dealing with 5%. So what are people worth? What are agents worth? I want to know. I want you to call in. Tell me 416-872-1010. And hey, listen, speaking of real estate, you know, I don't know if you caught that article, but did you know that Conrad Black's house in the bridal path went into the marketplace this past week via an auction? And, you know, before you could even take a tour, you had to give them your financial net worth. Can you imagine? So if you have a house around the corner and you want to go take a look at it, you have to turn around and tell them what you are worth to make sure that you can buy it. Now, I get it. You know what? It's not your typical house. It's not the average price in Toronto. You know, Mr. Black, of course, had, well, we might call it a little bit of a nice place. You know, sitting on 6.6 .6 acres in the bridal path, probably with a price tag in around $21 million. Hey, listen, if you were a realtor, can you imagine listing that? Well, they decided to go the auction route. But can you imagine? So here you are. You go tour this estate thinking, you know what, this might be our new palatial pad. You know what, you give them your financial statements, you're good to go. And how it's going to be performed is we're all going to get together at a very nice hotel. We're going to have wine hors d'oeuvres prior to the auction starting. And just before the auction starts, you know what happens? 
somebody comes in, I won't call it a bully bid, but they turned around and were able to negotiate before the auction started and they canceled the auction. So here you go. You divulge your information, you take a tour, and what do you get out of it? Wine and hors d'oeuvres. I don't know. I think that's not a bad deal, but I think the people that were probably there were quite disappointed. $21 million. That's not a bad price tag. And so that was 6.6 acres in the bridal path. Hey, listen, all of us can use nine bedrooms and 11 bathrooms, of course, and that was what Mr. Black had in his house. So you know what? Not a bad little place. So if you can give me your opinion. Are realtors worth their commissions? That's our hot topic for today here on Simply Real Estate. And of course, coming up, just so you know, is my seminar coming, the Simple Seminar, March 30th, 7 p.m., Mississauga Convention Center. Go to thesimpleinvestor.com to register today. So, if we got any realtors out there, tell us why you are worth the commissions. Now, I know, like I said earlier, 2.5% goes out to listing, 2.5% out to the purchaser's agent. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to take a call right now, and it's Linda from Mississauga. And Linda, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Hi, Linda. Hi there. How Very are you? Nice to be on. I'm great, thank you. How are you? Good. Thanks for calling. Good. I um I'm bemused and and I don't see that the value exists for agents to charge a percentage of the house's value. I I kind of feel that there should be a fixed price attached to their services, as I know other professional services such as legal are going in that direction. So I, I think it's got to be inevitable for realtors too. Yeah, you know, Linda, I think that's a great point. So I'm going to ask you, have you ever sold a home? Yes, I've sold many. Okay, and you always went with the traditional style of real estate, hire a realtor, they charge a commission rate. Um, do you... uh, yeah, I typically have, and I've always negotiated uh, what that will be. And uh, even still, I feel that it's, it's uh, you know, it makes no sense to me to charge a percentage of the value of the house. I feel that... Uh, a lot of the documentation is the same, whether you're selling a house at the $400,000 level or the $1.5 million level. Uh, a lot of the documentation is the same. So I don't see that there's a reason that they can't attach a fixed price to whatever you know buckets of documentation are needed for them to do and call it a day, right? You know what? I think that's a great point. So I'm going to ask you then, what do you think would be the correct fee or do you scale it so that you it's kind of extra services, you can charge more? And I'm not talking a percentage. So let's say 5000 for negotiation, 5000 for marketing. Like what would you see as the correct fee? I, I, I haven't, you know, actually thought about it. I mean, it would take some thought to... Uh, uh, you know, to underpin any kind of opinion there, but I think you're going in the right direction. I mean, you just break uh, the whole transaction down into discrete components and, and apply a charge for them, and then we'll be able to see what makes sense to pay for a realtor. Uh, but, you know, certainly at 5% of a $1.5 million home, it, it is, uh, it, it's, um, there's no connection between value uh, paid and what and what you get. Yep. The amount paid and what you get. There really isn't. So I, I think it's got to happen. Yeah. Excellent. Well, listen, Linda. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for joining us. I appreciate your phone call. And folks, you know what? It's stuff like that. You know what? It, it's a good point. Should there be a flat fee? 
Um, you know, it, it's interesting because, you know, on our uh, on our chat board here, I've got uh, one of our um, people that put in that if they're not careful, it's, there's going to be an Uber real estate. And there was a suggestion kind of out there in the ether that we could have a Walmart real estate company coming in. And so basically you show up at, let's say, uh, you know, one of the uh, a major store, you list your house, you get the whole package together. You, listen, there's been a lot of things in the news about realtors. Of course, the Competition Bureau, you know, was able to turn around and they want to get another crack at the uh, the real estate industry to see if they can turn around and free up some of the information. So, you know what? I think it's really cool that people have an opinion on this. I'm going to go to Doug in Toronto. And Doug, uh, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Hi, guys. Uh, appreciate it. Um I live in a, I've lived in a house for 35 years. Uh, it's a bungalow. It's in Allenby uh, area of the city. I know whoever buys it is probably going to come looking for it because they're going to tear it down and build a monster ho- a house in there, but, which has happened to every other bungalow on my street. Um, obviously, for me to have a real estate buying, selling, it, it doesn't make sense. It's going to probably go to a developer. And I'm wondering, which is the best way about going to sell that with a good lawyer and then away you go, or what should I do? Well, you know, Doug, that's a great question. And one of the things that I have to ask you, you know, it, do, do does your neighborhood go in multiple offers all the time? What do you mean? Uh, so uh, do, you uh, see, do you see homes in your neighborhood selling really quickly, lots of oh, yeah, buyers yeah. coming at them? Okay. Yeah, the sign goes up one day and it's down the next. Okay, so just so you know, is that typically when selling a home, the sign may go up, but chances are it could have been on the market for a day or two. And yeah. where, how people get attracted, of course, is the information put out on the MLS. So it could be MLS.ca that picks yeah. up from the realtor boards. So the truth be told is for you to get the highest dollar, you need the exposure. So you know, you could put it out yourself. You're not going to really get a, a lawyer will not be able to help you. But what you can do, and of course, there are agents that will negotiate their commissions with you. Yeah. You could give it to an agent that will turn around and be flexible. So you know what? Go that route. And you know what? Make sure you, you, you push it. Get multiple offers where possible. Yeah. Well, let me let me ask you this. I mean, like I every three months I get a developer knocking on my door saying, yep. are, you going to, are you moving? You know, yep. it's, so it's so like, um, I, I'm going to have to cut you off there because we're going to go to a break in a second, but I will answer your question. When a developer shows up at your door, you should have already spoken to a realtor, get the value, get an idea what the true value is on your property. When a developer shows up, then at that point, they got to give you an offer in writing. People show up at your door all the time, and a lot of times it's just they're kicking the can. Folks, this happens all the time. Just because somebody knocks on your door saying, I want to buy your house, doesn't necessarily mean, A, they're going to pay the right price, and they're going to turn around and make the deal go through. A realtor is important. My question is, do we need to pay them that much money? So stay with us. When we come back, we're going to take more of your calls. So we'll be right back. You're listening to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. And welcome back. You got it. I've got the phones wide open. I want to hear from you. 416-872-1010. Or you can call me toll-free, 1-877-877. 
1-800-518-5151 or text me at 71010. My big question for today is, are realtors worth the commission? And what commission are they worth? Hey, listen, if you are a realtor, call in. Let's get an evaluation from you. Tell us why you are worth the commission rates that are out there today. And folks, if you don't feel like paying 5%, is there an alternative that makes sense? You know, we had an earlier caller, and the one thing that I will always say is, first and foremost, you need to hire a professional realtor. Secondly, okay, you do get what you pay for. The comment about the whole idea of Uber real estate, that's interesting. And, you know, it's, it was funny because I actually uh, took an Uber cab for the first time. I won't call it a cab, but an Uber ride uh, last night for the first time. And you know what? The service was spectacular. I got to give them five stars. I've never had such an incredible experience. But that said, could they actually translate that into a real estate transaction? I don't know. You know what? I always say, make sure you've got people with experience. And the most important thing is they've got knowledge of your area. You know, it's it's interesting because in my in my opinion, I think that the the professional realtor who has been practicing for many years, many, many marketplaces bring total value to the equation. But are they worth it? This is one of the things that I need to know. And I'm going to go to Eugene in Milton. And uh, Eugene, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Hey there. So you say commission rate should be based on home equity? Home equity and not the value that you pay for the home. If, oh. if, if you pay 500000 for a home and it's gone up 200000 in five years, why would you pay 5% on that 500000 Okay, so fair enough. So what if it's being sold for the first time? So let's say somebody bought a home from a builder and they sell it and it's, uh, you know, 10 years later. The value's gone way up. What do you think? How do you, how do you price the service at that point? Well, I, I still think it should be based on the equity. Um, I think that's fair. Okay. Even if it's at 5 or 6% based well, on the equity. Okay. Well, you know, we had a caller earlier and she said about a flat fee. What do you think of that? Well, that'd be great too, but I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. Well, listen, Eugene, thanks for your call. We appreciate it. So, you know, it's interesting. Equity. Now, you know, I don't think I would agree with Eugene's comment there on equity because how do we actually talk about equity? You know, when we look at it, you know, are you going to ask for the financial statements on them and say, okay, how much equity do you really have? What if you kept paying down a mortgage? Or for that matter, again, what if they've owned it for 30 years? Does that mean they've had such a huge equity increase so the people that have owned for the longest get charged the highest commission? I don't think that makes sense. Um, so how about I go to Steve in Ancaster. And Steve, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Hi, how are you? Good, thanks. So your your comment, disparity in the service, uh, what you get between residential and commercial real estate. Yeah, I mean, having bought and sold uh, several industrial properties as well as residential properties, the, the service that you get and the value for the service with industrial and commercial properties is so much more than no one that anybody could ever convince me that you would get selling a, a, a residential property. Right. And 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 definitely putting that cap on a residential property as far as a commission is a it's a great idea. 
Okay. Again, not my suggestion yet. It's, uh, it's you know, obviously our listeners. But Steve, thanks for your call. So, you know, inter- interesting point is that, you know, in real estate, and I think most people understand, there's a lot of different aspects about real estate. And so let's say you've got a realtor, and, and I think everybody heard my story a couple of weeks ago, where I lost... I lost as a buyer in competition. Yes. And in fact, a couple of our listeners uh, reached out to me and said, hey, Todd, you sound really pissed off about that. And I said, yes, I was. Okay. I was one of those disparaged buyers that turned around, lost in competition, and was not happy about losing. I was a sore loser. But at the end of the day, we're talking, this was a big, big number. And Again, we have to say, okay, does should it have been sold? Was the listing agent being paid a percentage of the sale price or was that a set fee? Now, that is uh, commercial real estate, which is the apartment game. And so when we take a look residentially, should we be charging a percentage of commission or a flat fee? Again, 416-872, sorry, 872-1010, or reach out to me toll-free, 1-877-518-5151. Text me at 71010. I want to hear your comments on, do you think realtors are worth 5% or should we be looking at going to a flat fee number? Iqbal from Toronto, I'd like to welcome you to Simply Real Estate, and you say we pay way too much to agents. Yes, uh, I believe so. Okay, and so you said you sold your house and save 18,000 commissions. Does that mean you sold it yourself? Yes. What happened, I hired this uh, company called Calm Free. Yes. So the way it works, you hire them and they have licensed real estate agent comes in. They give you professional advice. They put your house on MLS and in their own website so you get the proper exposure. They give you all the tools that you need to market yourself, like a signs and banners, which you can do. Uh, they come take professional pictures of your property. They give you a suggestion how to uh, basically stage your house to make it look appealable to okay. the mass out there. Okay, so let's 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 move this along. So I we, we get that they have a package. Okay, so they're basically a marketing company. They have a professional agent try to tell you things. So the question is, who negotiated your offer, you or the agent? Oh, they suggest you what to accept. Uh, there's a person who deals with the number, and but it's entirely up to you to accept the offer or not. Okay. All right. So my, my comment to this is that if you had multiple offers and you had to balance yourself, how are you qualified to be able to negotiate that? Well, I had uh, three offers in, in 24 hours. Right. But did and you deal with... We had deal... that works for this company. Right. She suggested us and helped us guide through this, like what your market is actually worth, the value of your property is, yep. and we made the right decision. Right. Okay. Listen, you know what? There are, there, there are all sorts of, Iqbal, there's all sorts of stories out there that people have saved, and congratulations, you saved yourself $18,000, and of course, you what the way you were telling me it, though, there's a lot of stuff you have to get involved in, and the question that still remains, 416-872-1010, is I want to know what your take is on are realtors worth it, 
I've uh, looking at my text board. One of the things that I and, and, and I agree with this uh, text for sure. In response to your first caller, Linda. So I'm a buyer agent. I spent one week with a buyer and we buy a home. I've spent six months with a buyer. He bought a home. So a set rate on my side makes no sense. On the listing side, it's not just about paperwork. Some of us work very hard to sell your house. Countless open houses, advertising, local newspapers, radio shows. I don't know how many realtors have radio shows, but hey, listen, we'll throw that one out there for you and everything. And you work for every penny. Listen, I agree. For those of you who know me, I was in the industry for 20 years. I get it. We work our asses off, excuse the expression, but there are those that really do hustle. But there are those also that, you know, again, are just coming in. They're coming in for a quick buck. That's all they're looking for. They don't have the experience. So the question is, is that maybe is the fee related to their experience? What do you think of that one? Hey, listen, all the, uh, uh, listen, it's awesome. We've got a ton of calls lined up. All of you hang on. I'm going to definitely get back to you after the break when we come back. But the question today is this. Are realtors worth 5%? Is there a fixed fee? And hey, listen, let's take it one step further. Should experience matter what you pay? That is a really good question for you to ask yourself. I want you to give me the answers. 416-872-1010. When we come back, I want to get to more of your calls. So make sure if you've got an opinion on it, let's hear it. We'll be right back after this. Now, back to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater, In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. And welcome back. Hey, did I open up a hornet's nest? I love it. The phone lines are full. The text board is full. This is awesome. So obviously, we've got a hot topic today, and that is, are realtors worth their commissions? 5%, what are they worth? Should there be a flat fee or should they actually get paid on their experience? Looking at my uh, my chat board here, it says, it's time for realtors to charge a flat fee like lawyers. There are too many realtors with no experience and are too greedy. Another one, make it a fixed front end fee and back end ladder for the marginal gain. Current model does not really help the seller. And of course, I got to throw this one out there because I got to be very cautious with this. It seems like half South Asians in Toronto have real estate licenses. Where do they buy it? Laugh out loud. I am a South Asian as well. Listen, you know what? It's not even just that everybody can have a real estate license. All you do is you line up at the dollar store right now and you can pick it up. No, I just kid. But you know what? It seems that way because there are so many people with real estate licenses. And why are they doing it? We talk about commissions and all of a sudden, Everybody jumps on board. 416-872-1010. I want to hear from you, your opinion, what you think realtors are truly worth. 1-877-518-5151. Hey, by the way, I'm sticking around for an extra hour today. That's right. Normally, we're four to five. We are four to six. This is going to be a hot topic all afternoon. So don't worry. I will definitely get to your calls. I'm going to go to Jose in Brampton. Uh, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Uh, good afternoon. Yes, welcome. Um, thank you. I definitely think there should be some sort of a flat rate. Uh, and the reason why I say that is because how is it fair that a friend of mine just sold a condo on Caledonia Road in uh, Toronto for $149,000? And she paid four and a half percent, 
and I'm going to put my house up for sale very soon. I'm in Brampton. It's worth somewhere around 850, and I'm still going to pay the same four and a half percent or five. Now, the fellow, the, the broker that did it for four and a half on the condo, did all the advertisement in various ways, and it still charged four and a half percent of 149. So, uh, how is this fair that I'm going to pay so much more? than a person with a lesser value property. You know what? That's an absolute awesome question. And then I'm going to ask you one more question. Because you live in Brampton, as you know, there's some properties that are worth about $1.2 million. So why would they pay 4.5% on one2 just like why would you pay it on eight fifty when somebody got the similar service for one forty nine? Exactly. Great question, Jose, and great comment. And you know what, folks? This is why we're opening up the phone line so people can have their say. I appreciate your call, Jose, because that is a very good comment. If somebody is willing to sell a property in that value range and do the same service in an upper value range, why is it that they're going to be set at the same rate? Now... But I got a question for you. So if you turn around and you do a flat fee, how is it the flat fee is going to work for the person with the lower priced home? How low can that fee actually go if they're looking at it? So the question is, is there a sliding scale? Just so you know, they have that in BC. There is a sliding scale. It actually, after a certain point, the commission percentage goes down when you go into a higher value. So um, I am going to, oh, wow, this is awesome. You know what? I'm going to go to Kim Cortese. Uh, Kim, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Good, thanks. You say they are uh, absolutely worth it. I love you for the comment because obviously 20 years in the industry makes me feel that people should appreciate realtors, but I agree. A tiered system. Do you want to explain? Absolutely, yeah. You know what? What we need is a, a tiered system in such a sense that uh, let's say we have a $250,000 home and we're doing a 2.5%, then every quarter million drop that percent by 0.5 so that the people who have the higher-end homes are not penalized for having it. And sometimes other real estate homes need more work than others. And how else do you make it fair? I mean, sometimes you're going to have really easy sales and sometimes you're going to work your buns off. So then I, uh, then the next question for you, and I like that. I, I, so far, I like your suggestion. Um, they do use this in British Columbia, uh, out in Vancouver. They have a tiered system. So, Kim, then what about experience? Should, and, and, and I hate to penalize people that are brand new in the industry, but is it possible that if you have more experience, you should be worth more? I'm kind of on the fence with that one. I am a commissioned person. I'm actually uh, a certified financial planner with 22 years experience and I have new people coming in to our profession all the time. So do they not deserve to get paid the same amount of money I do for working just as hard? Yeah, and that and you know what? I, I agree. I just throw it out as a question. So Kim, thanks so much for joining us. And uh, you know, great comment about the tiered system. So folks, here we are. We're talking about real estate commissions. Are real estate agents worth their commissions? 416-872-1010. So Shannon in Oakville, I'm gonna go to you next. And Shannon, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Thank you so much for having me. So um, it's a brainless job. Almost anyone can do it and they can get a license. They're overpaid. <laughs> okay. Please well, don't, maybe, please don't hold back. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe not exactly a brainless job, but so many people hold real estate licenses, like you said. And the thing for me is I just sold um, uh, my home for $895,000. 
I don't. I chose an agent who, um, you know, had little experience, and I got a two percent commission rate. Okay. And they did a fine job. Great. So now, I don't think five percent. I mean, especially when you're going into the upper price ranges of homes. Like really, I could go get my real estate license. It doesn't require an MBA. No, no, you're 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 right about that. So, so Shannon, great comment, and and thank you for that. You know what? Um, I'm I'm I, again, I'm glad we kind of retracted the whole brainless aspect of things. But you you mentioned the two percent. Now, so I'm gonna, I, I'm going to stretch this out a little bit though. When we turn around and we look at the evaluation of a realtor experience, when we talk about experience, sometimes some realtors do have the ability of drawing in a better offers, more people, marketing. Now, now, again, a lot of people say marketing is not going to do much in this marketplace, but it can in some areas. So we've got to be careful because not one size fits all. And in real estate, that's one of those things. So, by the way, 416-872-1010. Hey, listen, like I said, I'm around for an extra hour today. We're going all the way till 6 o'clock. Uh, later, next hour, I'm going to be having Dave Butler from Butler Mortgage join me. We're going to talk lots about mortgages. Um, hey, listen, I'll tell you what, I'm going to go to Neil in Kitchener because I think Neil is uh, making a little bit of a good point here. Welcome to Simply Real Estate, Neil. Hey there. Uh, yeah, I've, I've just felt uh, I sold my home seven months ago, and um, I, I didn't know it, but the, the, the neighborhood was hot. Uh, my house sold in 13 hours for more than ask. Um, there was no open house. Um, so I think there should be a tiered system where depending on how many milestones are reached, like did the realtor build a website, did the, the listing make it to MLS, was an open house necessary, and for each particular milestone that's required for the longer listings, um, once X number of milestones have been reached, then the, the commission would be capped at whatever percent. Okay, so good comment, but then who is the judge of if it was met? So in other words, let's say the realtor says, yes, I put it here, I built your site. Then you as the seller turns around and says, yeah, but I don't like your site, I'm not going to pay you for it. Do you know what I mean? Well, so, yeah, so we I see what you mean. I guess, I guess, like again, going back to my scenario where you know there wasn't an open, maybe a website would be it would have was a bad example, but um, they didn't even need to host a, an open house, for example. Right. Um, so there was less, far less effort involved. Uh, I'm not one that would pick the milestones necessarily, but. Surely someone with uh, more expertise could. Yep. Listen, a great point, Neil, um, and congratulations on selling your house. Um, you know, hopefully the the realtor flexed a little bit of negotiation muscle definitely to get you, you know, the best deal. Mm -hmm. um, that's obviously what we hope. Um, when you deal with experienced people, that's what you get. So, Neil, thanks so much for your comments. Um, folks, you know, that's, that's the truth. When you take a look at having a realtor do their job, what is their job? First and foremost, what is is a realtor's job to make commissions. And this is the thing. What are realtors worth? 416-872-1010. I'm going to keep taking your calls. We're going to go throughout the hour. We're going to go quickly to Kim in North York. Kim, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Hi, this is Kim. Uh, my sister-in-law just put a house in Brampton, and um, the real estate uh, agent didn't advertise, didn't do anything. Like, the house was up for sale for a month and a half. The only person that came to see the house or the only person that inquired is the friends of the neighbor next door, and that's the person that bought the house. So he, he asked us for the pictures of the house so he could put it on somewhere. Okay. So, so I feel so that he, he shouldn't be 
paid, like the commission that he uh, took. Okay. And I agree with partially with the caller that was just before me. Okay. So, Kim, so your your take on it um, should be or is, I, from what I understand, is that, you know, a little bit of pay for play. In other words, if you do something, you earn your commissions. If you do nothing, you should make less commissions. Um, Kim, thanks so much for sharing that story with us. You know, folks, there is a case here. Now, again, remember, I've been, I, I, I've been in this industry forever. Uh, I don't sell real estate right now anymore, um, but for 20 years I did. And the biggest thing for people to understand is that that there is value to some and not to others. And of course, the most important thing is, what do you get for your money? So listen, 872-1010, you can text me here at 71010. We're going to be talking more about real estate agents and commissions. So stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. And welcome back. Yeah, it's warm out, but it's hot in here with this topic. 416-872-1010. Are realtors worth their commissions? Hey, I'm sticking around for another hour after this segment, and we're going to continue to talk about the hot topic of real estate commissions. And hey, listen, don't forget... We lose an hour tonight of sleep. That means when you wake up tomorrow morning at 8, it's actually going to be 9 or 7. It's going to be 8 or 5 o'clock. It's going to be 6. So anyways, um, that's it. So here we go. I'm going to go to Al in Newmarket. You've been so patient hanging around. Hi, Al. Welcome to Simply Real Estate. Hi, Todd. Uh, so were you in the business back when the standard uh, uh, commission rate was 6%? I was, Al. In fact, you know what? I got started in the beginning of the 90s. And I have to tell you, when I first came in, 6%, that was a big number. But that was a completely different market. Like houses would stay on the market for 90, 120 days. You know, you had to be advertising in newspapers because there actually was newspapers back then. Um, yeah, I remember when the when the standard rate kind of changed to five percent. Though there was all the moaning and groaning from the agents as well. But you know, the the truly fairest system is if the buyer and the seller each hire and pay for their own agents. That way, if you want to hire the Clayton Ruby of real estate agents, then you can pay um, you know top dollar for it. If you want to hire some guy who's just got his ticket, then then you can pay bottom dollar for it. But it's it's really not fair to make the seller pay it all. I realize the seller is the guy that's making the big profits, hopefully, but um, it's really not a, an equitable system. No other industry works like that. So, Al, you know what? That's a very interesting point that you make. And, um, you know, it's not that it hasn't been brought into real estate before. You know, a lot of people turn around and said, why is it that the seller is always the one paying the commissions? And then the, the, the response to that is, yeah, but it's also the buyer because they're paying the price. So, you know, so does that mean if we don't involve an agent, does that mean that the buyer should be able to buy the house for less? Well, that's usually why people sell privately to save the commission. So the people save privately, but then you've got a buyer that's going to renegotiate and say, listen, you say it's worth 800 the market says it's worth 800 but since I, you're not paying commissions, I'm going to pay you 5% less. And, and well, that, that, that's one of the stumbling blocks for people that sell privately. Yes, but the, the uh, a seller should be prepared to rebate at least, or not rebate, but cut their selling price by at least um, a few thousand because uh, you know the they're going to be saving that commission money. Yep. I mean, if you want the deal to go through, then there should be 
negotiation on both ends. Sure, and and I don't know if you've ever been involved with a direct buyer-seller confrontation. I got to tell you, if you had a big bowl of popcorn, it's really amusing um, because I've seen it live, and 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 it can get quite heated because I've actually watched it where the seller and buyer said, "We want to meet, we want to negotiate." So the agent stepped back, and we watched it, and honestly, it was like a prize fight. It was almost like, it just seemed like that. They, they were, at some point, we actually had to get in between them and say, okay, no more. This is why you hire agents, because we're going to do the negotiation. So I agree with your point, definitely, paying their own agent. There's a, there's a good solution to some people's issues. So Al, thanks so much for, uh, for joining us here. Um, you know, folks, it's an interesting thing. What should people do? I'm going to go to my chat board, because I've, I've been getting some great, great um, texts here. Um, you know, it says, to be honest, the quick buck realtors have tarnished the profession. I paid my best friend 5%, but he worked hard to get me the best price, and he deserved every penny. He's an experienced realtor in the GTA. No no stress, no pressure. Uh, I, you know, I like your idea of paying it based on experience. Experience does matter. Okay, I'm sorry, but you know what? I can turn around and say after thousands of negotiations, I've seen pretty much it all. It does it's worthwhile to have a decent, experienced agent working for you. Another uh, another gentleman's put in, uh, I'm in a hot area with a school 200 meters away. They sell in days. If I go out alone, are the realtors going to harass me? Yep. If you turn around and put a for sale by owner sign on your property, you may as well just stick it to your forehead because people will, you, you'll get every realtor out there. Now, the funny thing is, you won't be getting the experienced realtors. They're not going to be chasing. You are called a FISBO, for sale by owner. Experienced agents do not normally do that. They're not for, uh, for sale by owner chasers. Those are the people, they're the ones looking for the low-lying fruit. They're the ones saying that, hey, this person's got to sell, you know what? And they're going to do everything they can and they'll drop their drawers for a commission. So you throw a sign out on your property saying for sale by owner, I guarantee you, you'll have more agents contacting you than buyers, hands down, without question. So... 416-872, what do you think? Are realtors worth their commission? And on the text board it says, would any realtor waste time chasing clients for 10K on the price of the house, an extra 10K? It's interesting. When I look at some of this stuff, you know, everybody's making some great points, but I'm going to actually go to Russ, and he's an advocate in Oakville. Russ, welcome to Simply Real Estate. I understand you do support full commission agents. Uh, yes, Todd, I've got a very interesting perspective. I am a home inspector. Ah, excellent. So, so I get a chance to see all the stuff that people don't normally see. Right. So I would fully support the fact that if you're going to find an agent, pay them the commission that they deserve. And everybody talks about 5%, but the reality of it, they're only walking away with about 2 to 2.5% 2 on any transaction. Right. Having said that, the real downside that I find is there's just far too many agents out there and if you're going to go out there and try to represent yourself and sell your house, it's like that same cliche where a lawyer representing himself has a fool for a client. There's far <laughs> too many things that have to be negotiated and looked after. The, 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 the T's crossed and the, dies, uh, the I's dotted so that transaction goes very smoothly. And when you look at from a home inspection point of view, the things that do come up come back to the bargaining table. And I can't see both the buyer and the seller facing themselves trying to resolve these issues. 
Yeah, you know what, it's Russ? I, I, Russ, I was, I was mentioning to an earlier caller exactly <clears throat> that. I've been in the middle of one of those negotiations where the buyer and seller said, we'll negotiate, we don't need you guys, step back and let us talk. And literally, it's like, you've got to turn around and tell them to go both to their corners. You get the ring announcers to say it was a draw. It does happen. And, you know, um, the one thing I can tell you, um, in your industry, good realtors always respect good home inspectors 100%. So thanks for the support to the agents, Russ. So thanks so much for your call. Folks, are realtors worth the money? 416-872-1010. Hey, listen, when we do the rollover at the break, if you are a caller waiting, definitely I will be getting back. I will get to you because we are rolling an extra hour today here on Simply Real Estate. And you can reach me, 416-872-1010. And I'm going to go to Max in uh, Richmond Hill. Max, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Hello, thanks for taking my call. No problem. Thanks, thanks for waiting so long. So it, it, you said it depends on the network that the realtor has. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I sold my, uh, I bought and sold uh, twice in Toronto. The first time I bought it from a friend uh, directly without any agent. And I bought a condo. When I want to sell that condo, I didn't know that the condo is two years old the maintenance fee going to jump on me. I didn't get that information. When you work with an experienced agent, they can provide that information. When I put it for sale, I hired the most experienced agent that I knew. And in our building, we had exactly the same unit like mine that they stayed in the market for two months. But my agent sold my unit in the first night over asking price. Right. So, so, so they what they happened is the agents with their experience, right. they know what is good, what is bad, what is working for you, and the network they have, it's extremely important. A fresh new agent just finishing the $2,000 exam, walking out with the business card, they don't have access to the network. Yeah. So Max, Max, I gotta, Max, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to cut you off there for a sec, Max, because I can, I can, sorry, I have to, I, I can't let you go much further. But what I will say is great comment about experience. So thanks so much for your call. Again, good comment saying, do realtors with experience, are they worth more money than somebody new? And again, we've had a complete, we've, we, listen, we've got opinions. It's amazing how this topic has lit up the boards. Again, 416-872-1010. Hey, listen, when we roll over into the next hour, stay with us. We're going to keep this topic going for the next hour. Are realtors worth their commission? Um, so I'm going to take another quick call. Brooke, Toronto, uh, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Yes, uh, I have a couple of questions. Uh... I, um, for the first time when I bought my house, uh, I got it from uh, the builder, so I don't have to deal with the agent. Right. But now I'm planning uh, to buy a commercial building. Yes. Uh, so I remortgage my house. Is it a good idea to do that things? And then my other question is, uh, how do I know that the market price in that price in that area, the, I mean the commercial market price? How do I know that? Uh, how much is that the price on that area? And then uh, if I buy one, is it a good idea, is it a good thing to get the money from the seller? 
Okay. I mean, what am I going to Okay, so Brooke, Brooke, I'm going to try to answer your question as fast as I can because we're going to run out of time, um, but I will definitely answer it for you. So here's the thing. Commercial real estate, there are certain square footage prices and they use cap rates, so you have to take a look at that. If you are buying for yourself to utilize, find out what other properties have sold for. Square footage price is key here. The other thing, of course, is are you going to put a mortgage on your property, your personal residence? It's easier to do that than put the, the mortgage on your home. If you are looking at having the actual owner of the commercial property do a hold back mortgage for you, meaning they, a vendor take back, it's called a VTB, you can do it, they'll leave it on title, that means you put a first in place, you want them to hold a second, you'll set it up, it's short term. So folks, stay with us, we are going to be going to a break. But once we roll over the hour after five o'clock, Simply Real Estate is going to continue for another hour. It's a bonus hour of Simply Real Estate. So hang in there. Also, my callers, if you don't mind, please stay on the line. I'll get back to you shortly. So that's it for this hour. And we'll see you next hour here at Simply Real Estate. This is Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. And welcome back for Hour 2. That's right, Simply Real Estate, two hours long this Saturday, this warm Saturday in March. And the hot, hot topic today, of course, is are realtors worth their commissions? 416-872-1010. I want to hear from you. I want your opinion. Are realtors worth their commissions? Should they be 5% or is there a better way to pay them? The first hour, it was crazy. The phone lines lit up. They've been solid all hour. But I have a really interesting question and I want to answer it on the chat board. And it says... Um, why wouldn't everyone use a realtor that promises to buy your house if it doesn't sell by a certain time? Uh, thank you, Kristen. Hey, Kristen, great comment because there's a lot of people out there advertising this. Now, let's look at the fine print on something like this. If you have that in place, the chances are you are paying a higher commission rate. They don't do it at 5%. The chances are, and this used to be the case with uh, a lot of the different agents out there, they would charge 7% to have that guarantee. So 2% more above market just for that guarantee. Now, they also, you've got to be able to set a price that they are able to sell it at. So in other words, you, you have to listen to the market value that they're giving you. And third, and most importantly, is that when they turn around and do it, once they've said that they're going to invoke that clause, that means that they're going to buy it, at that point, they're going to have to set out a closing date for you. So again, there are agents that have different sliding scales of that guarantee. Look at the fine print because it's not always the best thing. And in a hot market, the question is, why would you need to? Is it necessary? Again, that's one of those things you have to ask yourself. So 416-872-1010, hey, listen, who thinks realtors are worth 5% or is there another way of doing it? So I'm going to go to Kim and welcome Kim from Scarborough to Simply Real Estate. Hi, how are you? And it's a lovely day. Yeah, I'm very good. Thanks for waiting for us, Kim, through the break. Um, oh, thank you. You, you say, thank you my call. yeah, no problem. You said you need to use a realtor. It does make it easier. Do you want to explain? Oh, yes. 
yes, I'm a widow, so of course you panic at everything you have to do in a man's world. So using uh, the realtor, they helped me from staging. They asked me to get a pre-inspection, which they paid for. Um, I ended up buying a house with one realtor, did not stay with her to sell that house four years later. Um, I felt that she was doing her job, but I just felt I needed something else. So I chose another realtor, and they're the ones that came through like gold. They even gave me the honorary deposit check to buy my new condo um, until my bridge loans all came through to buy the new house. They did everything. They, I mean, to know anything, to so, argue with the other realtors to get the best price. So, Kim, I'm going um, to ask you a quick question, okay? Sure. And, and I, I don't want you telling me their name, but were they experienced? Yes. The, the one girl was a recommendation from my oldest son who went to high school with her, but she was working with a seasoned realtor. Excellent. So okay. he, he was like the one that stepped up. She would ask questions, work with me close one-to-one, take me to locations and whatnot. But he was ultimately the one in charge. You knew it. You felt it. He Excellent. was making all the right decisions. My one question was, yep. um, when it came to the price of the house, I thought he was low-balling it. Um, to start with, and in the end, I almost doubled what I bought the house for. But that's just because of the market. It wasn't something he did. Right. Um, and the first offer, by the way, came in over asking, and when he walked in, he added another 20000 to the house. Excellent. I couldn't... I, I almost landed on the floor, okay? <laughs> Excellent. Well, thanks so much, Kim, for your call. Congratulations. And you know what? That, that's one of those good feel-good stories. And you mentioned one thing. You, you were working perhaps with a junior partner to a senior agent, but the senior agent was walking out, looking out for you. Does that bring value to the table? Does experience make the cost worth it? Are realtors worth their commissions? 416-872-1010. You can call me toll-free at 1-877-518-5151. Are realtors worth their commissions? I am going to go to Bruce from Toronto. Bruce, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Hi. Yes, definitely realtors are worth every penny that they charge, provided that you take the time to screen and get a good one with experience, with their networks in place. And I just want to add that if you live in downtown Toronto and you're, sell- you're selling your condo downtown Toronto and you're going to buy in Mississauga, the agent you, you use downtown is not necessarily going to be the best agent to purchase in Mississauga. So you should then look for an agent in that area as well with equally as good networks in place. Excellent. Actually, actually, Bruce, that is some great advice for our listeners. And thank you for that comment, because you know what? That is the truth. And Bruce, thanks so much. You know, that's one of the things, folks, when with all my years in the in the industry, that's one of the things that I encourage people. You know, they'd say, hey, Todd, can you go sell me a house in Toronto? And I'd say, listen, I'd prefer not to. I don't work the market there, but you know what? I can refer somebody in our network that's go- that that practices in the area that you're focusing on. So 416-872-1010, are realtors worth their commissions? I need to know what your opinion is. And I'm going to go to Riaz from Milton. And uh, Riaz, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Hi. Yeah, thanks for hanging on so long. So why should you pay an agent commission in the first place? Is that your question? What's up? No, no. My question is like, uh, like five percent is to way above, above. Okay. And it should be like a reasonable, reasonable percentage or a fixed rate. Okay. So First what? All, what? I, what is reasonable? Reasonable, I would say one percent each side. Each side. So we're talking a two percent total commission rate. Is that right? Yeah. 
buy it and sell it should pay for each. Okay, so you're in the Milton area. How much is your house worth? Uh, probably around 600 plus. 600. So we're talking 12,000 combined. So somebody lists your house, you give them 6,000, and an agent yep. comes in with an offer, yep. you give not them another five, six. Yeah, not 5%. Not 5%. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Better, I would say, if I, if I wanted to sell, I will give this to a buyer right. as a discount. Okay. So then my next question for you is, in your neighborhood, are homes selling quickly? Yes. Okay. So pretty much what, within the first week? Yeah. That, that, uh, yeah sometime like before... Before, like, they, I see the board, like, selling board, and yep. next day it's sold out. It's already sold. So they almost sell the yep. first day. It's almost like they sell themselves, don't they? Uh, no, sometimes, like, agents are working there. I know they have worked very hard, but 5% is really too much money on 600,000 property. Okay, so, so then I'm going to ask you a question. What if it took 90 days to sell? They had to advertise in the newspaper every single week. They had to do uh-huh. open houses. They had to do uh, brochures. No, 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 nobody checked, like, in the newspaper. Like, no, 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 but, I'm, at, but I'm, I, I'm going backwards on this now, and I'm asking you the question. What uh-huh. if the market changes, folks? What uh-huh. if the market changes and it takes 90 days for an agent to sell your property? Mm-hmm. What's it worth uh, then? I, I uh, see. Uh, like, if th- that means there's something wrong with the pro- pro- property. No, 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 no. Pro- I said, I said, if the market changes. Okay, we're in a it's hot not- market, but markets don't always stay like this. What if the market slows down and you want to sell your house? How much yeah, are they but worth I'm, then? I'm also suffering in that case. Not only agent. Okay. Fair enough. Anyways, Riaz, thanks for your call. Hey, folks, you know what? I'm asking the question. What if the market slows down? Do we honestly, are we that arrogant to think that markets are going to stay high forever in for, for, for the rest of time? Can markets slow down? Listen, you know what? There was an earlier caller at the last hour. We were talking about this. This was a great topic to talk about. And he said to me, that, um, you know, Todd, were you, uh, you know, back in the 90s, were you in the business when it was 6%? Yes, I was. But you know what? The average selling time on a property was 120 days, and we had to turn around, advertise like crazy. We spent a lot of money. Was it worth it at that time? And is it because houses are selling so quickly that commissions come up to play? 416-872-1010. Listen, um, when we go uh, to the break in a few minutes, we're going to be having Dave Butler join us. But then at the bottom of the hour, we're going to bring back this question. So if you don't get through right now, definitely come back because I will talk to you about commissions. Are agents worth it? So just to take a look at my chat board, it says, if an experienced agent can push a house uh, above asking price, then they are making more money. That's why percentages work. Selling incentive. So, should people have a selling incentive? And, of course, we always have a few people that say um, they would never use a realtor. They say, fool me once, you know, outrageous crocs, things like that. Um, so, no, I don't think my my question is redundant. The truth is, there are things that are happening to real estate commissions right now. People are talking about changing it. Part of this is part of the Competition Bureau saying that they want to crack open the access to the sale prices in the MLS. So if that happens and everybody decides that they have all the information, well, what happens to real estate then? Does that mean that there is no strength in real estate agents. Listen, the truth is there are people out there that want to use realtors. They bring huge value and service to people. So is it worth it to some and not to others? So far, you know what? We're almost running 50-50 here that people are saying realtors are worth it if they're experienced. There are people that are saying definitely they're overpaid. 
What is your take on this? 416-872-1010. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Dave Butler from Butler Mortgage because we are going to be talking about mortgages. We're coming into the spring market. This is the hottest time normally every year. March through July, the biggest time to sell properties, more buyers out there. Hey, listen, on a day like today, did you notice how many open house signs were out there? So for all of you that are hanging on, sorry, we're going to end when we go through the break. You're going to have to hang on for a little bit longer. But when we come back, um, I might even try to answer a few questions when I've got Dave as my guest. And we're going to talk more about commissions. Are realtors worth the money? 416-872-1010. And uh, I want to know your opinion. Look, it's a great topic. And of course, we've got lots more to talk about. So I want you to stay with us and we're going to be back. You're listening to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. And welcome back. Hey, warm day, hot topic, real estate commissions, are they worth their money? But before we talk about more at the bottom of the hour with that, I've got my guest, Dave Butler from Butler Mortgage. And welcome to the show, Dave. Thanks a lot, Todd. Appreciate it as always. Yeah, always glad to have you. So what do you think? Hey, listen, what do you think of my topic? Um, I don't know if you've been listening. You know what? All the phone lines have been lighting up. Uh, the chat board going crazy. Are realtors worth it? You know, it almost is like saying, are mortgage brokers worth it? Sure. And, I mean, and uh, just like any other, you know, service industry, it's, you know, it's the individuals that are going to make it. I mean, you know, it, whether a realtor or whether a broker is worth it is whether or not they're really doing the job that you want them to do, uh, you know, and that you're obviously paying them for. So, uh, you know, I, I think, I think obviously, you know, with the, when you've got a great realtor, you know, when you're selling a home and you've got a realtor who's spending a lot of money on advertising your home, they've got a staff who's accommodating and setting up all these times. I mean, you know, it's very tough for the general public to see what the true costs are. Um, you know, so it just depends on the scale of the team that you're working with, I think. Yeah, and I agree. Listen, excellent comment, Dave. So when we talk about, you know, um, excellent mortgage brokers, of course, we, we think of you and, and Butler Mortgage. Thank you. And um, so uh, picking your brain a little here today, what do you think? We're coming in the spring market. What's happening with rates? Uh, we got we got a good rate update. Uh, Bank of Canada held still on uh, March 9th, so there was no change in the prime rate and the overnight rate. So that's good news. And uh, we I can give you some kind of breaking news as far as some of the uh, broker channel lenders. Some big banks have reduced the rates as of late last week, and we're probably going to see some uh, in some decreases again come Monday Tuesday. And these are in part uh, due to the fixed rates. This is the bond yield. These are ones that are tied to the bond yields. So we've seen the fixed rates coming down again. Again, just like you and I kind that did predict. I mean, again, there was you know, a lot more just predicting and looking at patterns, but uh, we do see the fixed rates now coming back down for the spring and summer market, and we are seeing it pretty hot. I mean, uh, we're getting calls constantly from clients who are wanting to go in firm because there's 10 other offers on a property, so that's been a big challenge on our end, is just making sure the client is protected uh, when they are going in on such an offer. Yeah, and one of the things, Dave, I'm going to ask you then, is are you having your clients qualify for a little bit more in that just-in-case scenario? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we, 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 like to, we like to at least keep our clients under their boundary. We'll obviously set the max based on what 
they have asked for and their, you know, what, their, what their application qualifies for, but we always like to keep them a little bit underneath, especially in these firm offer situations, because you've really got to be careful. I mean, uh, you know, and the, one of the biggest, I think, dangerous positions that a broker is in is when you have a client that's applying for a mortgage at less than 20% down payment, and now there's a mortgage insurer involved. A lot of people don't realize that that mortgage insurer is the one that's determining that value of the home. So if you've gone and paid 50 grand over what the list price is, and you're now firm, and CMHE comes back and says, no, that property is you know, worth 20 grand less than what you paid, you're firm. You've got to come up with that 20 grand. So that's, you know, a lot of times we are advising our clients that, hey, if you are going in firm, please make sure that you have 20% as a backup plan uh, in case something does go wrong. Okay. So, hey, Dave, listen, um, uh, you know, and, and we got to thank our listeners to, to really listening uh, to the show here. But um, on my chat board right now, I've got an interesting uh, comment, and they've asked me to ask you about this. Sure. And it says, what breaks my heart is the fact that many mortgage agents promise slash guarantee a approval and then the last few days before closing they blame the bank and give us a higher interest rate or offer us B lenders way too many incidents of this now would you kindly educate us on this when you speak to Dave yeah, Can you talk I, to that? I got to be honest, it just sounds like a bad broker. I mean, it sounds like a broker not doing their homework, uh, not doing the job that they're supposed to do. Sounds like someone kind of lazily looking at an application saying, oh, yeah, go ahead, you look good. And then the guy goes out, buys a home, and, uh, you know, all of a sudden now there's problems. Uh, you know, the, this this comes based on the quality of agent you're working with. I mean, you're going to tell the people that are really caring about you and not looking at it as a commission, and they're trying to keep, you know, make sure you're safe and you're not making any moves that are going to put your family in a risk, but um, you know it, it certainly exists. There's there's no shying away from that. People do do that. I get calls all the time from clients in emergency situations saying, "Hey, you know this is what happened. My broker told me I was approved. I wasn't. All of a sudden now there's problems. He's giving me a B lender rate. I mean it's it's commonplace, unfortunately, and that's it's that's one of the you know issues that I find out there with brokers and you know making sure that you're working with the right one. Uh, it's 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 a tough world out there yeah, with that. But kind of you know stuff. you know that's the same the same comment though that we make when we talk about realtors. You know realtors come up with one price and perhaps they don't deliver it you know we're in, we're in a market right now obviously that's fairly hot um, your market um, again it's not it's not the same as being a realtor um, so if if you're going to do something I'm I'm assuming you're suggesting everybody gets everything in writing so you get a yeah, guarantee well, approval exactly, you, you need, you need to see the paperwork right that, uh... You know, we get definitely as a client, I want to get my hands on that pre-approval. I want to see a document from a lender. Okay, but hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, Dave, Dave, Dave. Let's back something up here, though. Hang on, a pre-approval yep. is not approval. You and I oh, both correct. know, right? So, so when we talk about something for our listeners' benefit, there is a difference between a pre-approval and an approval. Absolutely. And the thing that matters most in the end is the approval, correct? Oh, that's uh, no, no doubt. The only thing you can really do to protect yourself against some of these guys that you think might not be giving you the best advice is to at least get something. If At least if you have some type of a pre-approval from a lender, you know at least that your file has gotten to that next stage. But as, again, as you, point, you know, correctly point out, a pre-approval just means that the bank or the lender has looked at it and said, yeah, looks good, fits the guidelines. But again, then there's CMHC, then there's final approval. You know, these are certainly things that you can't get in the pre-approval stage. But if you actually get your eyes on a pre-approval, it should at least give that client some sense that something's being done and they're not just being told, hey, yeah, you're good to go. Go ahead and buy a home. And then now all of a sudden they buy it and there's problems, right? Yeah. So, so Dave, one of the things that, um, you know, I always talk to, to people about, because as you know, we work with, you know, hundreds and hundreds of investors. And one of the things I always uh, ask people to do is make sure that you've gone out and got your credit report so you know how you are viewed by the banks. 
Oh, 100%. I mean, if you, you know, if you're going to your broker and you have no idea what your credit looks like, uh, you know, I think that that that's not going in really educated. I mean, you also want to go in speaking to a broker knowing what your type of client power is. You know, you want to know that you've got the good credit and you want to know certain aspects of your file so that the mortgage broker is just kind of showing you what now based on what you've done you can qualify for. But certainly knowing that is key because the credit score, as you know, Todd, is going to dictate where that mortgage is going. Where is that application? being sent to? Is it going to an A lender? Is it going to a B lender? Where is that going? And that's the first step of mortgages is credit right there. So Sure. And is it going to the guy that, you know, you, you, you go around back of the building and he's wearing a leather jacket? <laughs> <laughs> so Dave, listen, you know what? It's Dave, it's always, always a pleasure. Hey, listen, for our listeners, how do they reach you? Uh, we can reach us at the office. It's one 684 8326 and you can also reach us on our website at davebutler.ca and we'd be happy to help any of your listeners excellent thanks so much dave always a pleasure take care all right so folks hey listen good advice always from dave butler when we're talking about mortgages one of the things that i should tell you of course know your credit score know what your credit looks like listen you may not have made the mistake you never know what happens sometimes something's been put on something has not been removed you know what you go from an a to a b lender it's a completely different animal and listen that's a good point from that uh, from that text that we had there for sure that when you get forced into a b lender you're not always getting the interest rate that you thought you were going to get or you were counting on hey listen as soon as i come back after the break we're going to be talking about commission rates are realtors worth it 416-872-1010 for the rest of the hour this is our topic it's warm outside it's hot in here stay with us we'll be right back now back to simply real estate with todd c slater in-depth radio news talk 1010 and welcome back so what do you think? Are realtors worth the commission? 416-872-1010-1877-518-5151 or text me at 71010. Let me know what you think. I'm going to go to Joseph in Toronto. I hope he's still there. He's been very patient. Joseph, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Hi, Joseph. Hello, Joseph. Oh, well, we lost Joseph there. Okay. So I'm going to go to then Henry from Mississauga. Hello. Hi, Henry. Welcome uh, to the show. Thank you. So th- uh, thanks for waiting so long. Sorry, it take, took us a little while. No problem. Um, so you're looking at uh, commission-free is a good idea, but not for everyone. You need to know what you're doing. I think so, yeah. Um, I think, first of all, I think I do think 5% is, is, is too high. Um, and, I mean, my house was worth 300000 and. 2006, and now it's worth about it's over 600. So going from 15 to 30,000 in commissions over 10 years. I know there's inflation, but it does seem kind of high. Um, and the reason I, I started thinking about selling it privately through a through a, like a calm free type agency is, I felt that agents prim, primarily like unlock doors and show you where to sign and send you these uh, MLS emails. So basically, we're almost doing all the work ourselves. In one way, um, I've sold two houses and bought two houses through an agent, and you know they, they treated me well. I got uh, the the price I expected to, but there was nothing extraordinary, nothing great about it. So um, I, I looked into the comfrey option, and if you know your area and you know your house and you and you're familiar with with how they work, I think it's a really good option. So, so Henry, I'm going to ask you a question then. 
Okay. Okay. So we're all in agreement here that we are in a very good marketplace. Right. Okay. Like houses sell, let's say, like kind of within a week, right? You know, right. I know some sell within 24 hours, 12 hours, but some, let's just say within a week. So that we, we've got a one week market time. And so, you know, we're establishing that the agent doesn't have to do a whole lot of work if that's the case. That's the scenario because they sell so quickly. Right. What if the market went to a 60 to 90 day market? Meaning, what if the market changes? Are agents worth more money then than they are today? Absolutely, for sure. If, if we weren't in such a crazy hot market, I would definitely use an agent. Okay. But um, now I think it's – I follow the market around my area very closely. I know what the houses are selling for. They're too recently sold. Um, and, yeah, I know, I know the area very well. But if it was another market, like you mentioned, definitely I would go with an agent. Okay. Well, thanks, Henry. I, I appreciate your call. So, folks, you know what? That's the question. That's really the million-dollar question is, does the market dictate what commission should be? What if, you know, let's go to, out to uh, Alberta, for instance. What is the market there? Is it going, should agents be being paid more now in Alberta because now their market is suffering? Should it go up? 416-872-1010. Love to hear from you. This is the topic today for this two-hour special of Simply Real Estate. Um, going back to my uh, my chat board here, the brokers are, are millionaires sucking all the money they can off the agents and the public. We know where you stand. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well, A, I'm not a broker uh, and B, I'm not an agent. So uh, where do I stand? I stand kind of right in the middle. Do I believe all agents are worth their commissions? Not a chance. And if you've been listening to my show over the last few years, you will hear this. In fact, my uh, my producers here at the show, they laugh at me all the time because we have conversations such as, um, I think there's really 1% of all agents are good and the rest of them are not. And I'm sorry if I offend you uh, 99% that are not. But if you don't put the time and the money into the industry, I don't believe that you have the experience. And that's where I stand. So I believe that the true professionals are worth it. And I believe the people that do it part-time, very, very little. They say, oh, I'll just help my friend out so I can make a few bucks. I don't like them in the industry. Okay, so that's where I stand. And uh, funny thing is... I can say that. So um, I am now going to go to John. Uh, John, I hope you're there. Thanks for waiting. Welcome to Simply Real Estate. Hi, thanks for taking the call. I, 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 I kind of reiterate what the last caller would say. My question is, is that if things get difficult, absolutely, I'm prepared to adjust to market conditions. I'd also like to get your take when you hear agents saying that if, I don't, if the house doesn't sell, I'll buy it. And you're hearing also about houses that are selling a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars over listing. Then you're asking yourself, well, was it priced accordingly, or was the agent underpricing it so that he could sell it quicker? Because yeah. I have a real, I have a real hard time paying somebody that kind of amount if it's sold within a week. Yeah, I'm, you know what, John, I agree with your question, actually, and it's a really good point. So let's talk about the, the first one that you were talking about, or, or a little bit of the question where you said, you know, if, if they don't sell it, they buy it. First of all, I don't think that that's necessary in this marketplace. You know, you and I can both agree the markets, if you're out in Oakville, um, I live in Oakville, you know, I've got my office in Mississauga. Um, even if we went out to Ajax, we can say the markets are good. So do you think that that's a necessary guarantee people need? No, no, bingo. So, okay. Now, you know if that guarantee is in place, and you may or may not know this, but you normally are charged more commission for that guarantee. Absolutely. Okay, so instead of 5%, you have to pay 7%. 
Okay. Oh, okay. So is it worth it? Um, it's not necessary unless you have a, a very hard home to sell, there's something wrong with the home, or you need something out, outstanding, meaning like you've got to close it in you know, 10 days, 20 days, or something like that. So mm -hmm. there could be an outlying circumstance that can aid that, and that's all the reason why you do it. Or maybe you know they're going to foreclose on your home, and if you don't, then you're going to lose it. So there could be something like that in place. But I would agree that, you know, when we look at commissions right now, if something can be sold in a day, was it because of the realtor or is it because of the market conditions? And then what do we do with commissions? So, John, thanks for your call. And by the way, thanks for hanging on so long. So, um, you know what? It's a great question, folks. Um, when people turn around and say, hey, listen, I want a guarantee on my house. Um, is it worth it in this marketplace? You're going to pay for it. It's going to cost you more. Nobody just gives it away. That kind of guarantee, it's important that you understand it's worth money. So should it be something you do? Um, let's go to Ivan in Etobicoke. And um, Ivan, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Um, I just want to say that I think, I think the model of, uh, of commissions is broken when it comes to uh, agents, uh, 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 you know, how they get paid. You know, right now, an agent gets paid on the very first dollar of the house sale price. They got 2% or 5% of the very first dollar. So if you had a house that was worth, let's say, a million dollars, if I were to put a, uh, a a newspaper article myself for, I don't know, $500,000, I would have a lineup a mile long of people waiting to, to buy it. If uh, that agent then comes in, um, if they could find that one buyer, you know what, the house sells itself up to a certain uh, number of dollars. Beyond that, they, they don't earn it. They shouldn't be earning that commission on the very first dollar or the very first eight hundred thousand dollars or even. So 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 what what about the sliding scale? So we do, let's go out to BC. They have a sliding scale. There's a certain percentage to a certain point, and then after that, it starts to reduce. So in other words, it's not it's not chastising the people at a million dollar million dollar price tag, and it, again, it's a sliding scale. Does that make more sense? Well, it, 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 I, I would say that in fact the scale should be increasing the higher uh, the agent can sell it for. I mean, if I were if I were selling a house, I'd say, you know what, uh, uh, you know, I, I want a certain number of dollars to put in my pocket, and you know, anything above that that you sell it for, we split fifty-fifty. Let's say. Okay. Or or, or 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 something like that. You know, sure. like just no, I, I, some I, kind of a formula. I understand. And and you want to incentivize you want you want to incentivize them to sell for more, right? Not to sell speedily. Well, yeah, and that the problem would be establishing the actual value price. Like, like you and I could sit there, and if I and, and and I and I don't act as an agent anymore, but if I did, and I came to you and you said, "Hey, Todd, I want you to sell this property. I want eight hundred thousand, and the house next door to you sold for seven fifty, same home, and." you said but anything over 800 you're going to get this much of it well there is there is reality in what markets can sell for and so yeah. it, it's one of those things that how hard is somebody going to work at that point if they know it's almost impossible to get there so and that's yeah. why that's why back years ago when people used to overprice homes they wouldn't sell because their agent had no motivation they just threw it up and said hey listen maybe i get a drive by and then i'll get a client to buy something else so ivan thanks for your call we appreciate Thank it and, and and thanks for hanging in there um so folks you know it's an interesting question there's so many different takes and uh, of course on my chat board um i've got something saying hey anyone who doesn't think agents are overpaid are are agents brokers and idiots 
wow, now we've got people calling people idiots. Hey, listen, the truth is everybody's going to have an opinion on this. If I asked an agent, and it's funny, I really haven't had any agents weigh in on this saying, we're worth it, we're worth it. Um, no, because you know what? If you haven't been doing it long enough, you don't spend money on the properties, I'm going to tell you you're not. And I know everybody's going to get offended at that, but hey, listen, what can we do? Uh, so 416-872-1010 is the number to call. I want to hear from you. I want to know what you are thinking about realtors. How much money are they worth? Also, hey, listen, by the way, coming up March 30th, we have the Simple Seminar at 7 p.m. Mississauga Convention Center. And by the way, um, it's uh, it's a great about hour and a half. Leave your credit card at home. You don't need it. We're going to talk about investment real estate, where the market's going, where to buy, who makes the best tenant. And of course, with the Simple Investor, the programs that we have coming up in the near future, we've got some pretty exciting things. No, I do not have a new release when you get there, but we will be talking about what is coming up in the near future and uh, some great opportunities coming up this year for people to buy investment real estate. Um, when we talk about, uh, you know, realtors, I always say you need a professional, you need somebody with experience. Experience matters because if they've been through negotiations, they're going to be able to help you. There are situations where you don't need it. And then there's definitely situations where you will. Again, I've seen so many transactions go bad. It's not just the agent, sometimes the buyer or the seller you know, can make a mistake. So when we come back, we're going to talk more. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Now, back to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater. In-depth radio, News Talk 1010. And welcome back. 416-872-1010. 1-877-518-5151. Hot topic today is, are realtors worth 5%? Hey, listen, little personal stuff here that I'm going to go through. Um, I would like to know if any of our listeners um, are really good website developers. Um, you know what? We have been trying to get a new site at The Simple Investor, and unfortunately, um, the developer that we hired, um, they sucked. Uh, they didn't come through for us, and we are looking for somebody really good, uh, you know, out-of-the-box thinking, knows what they're doing, and um, how you can get us to know who you are is go to info, I-N-F-O, at thesimpleinvestor.com. If you happen to know a good web developer, please send your information through and uh, head of our marketing department will reach out to you. Um, it's one of those things that, you know what, you would think in the, at this time, people would be able to develop websites and do a great job when you hire them. And unfortunately, that's not the case. So uh, maybe somebody can help us out. Again, info at thesimpleinvestor.com. And don't forget, tomorrow, change your clocks, bring them forward. I'm going to go to Sharif in Aurora. Uh, you've been very patient waiting for us. And um, Sharif, welcome to Simply Real Estate. How are you doing, Todd? Good, thanks. Thanks for calling in and hanging on there for us. No problem. So, what do you what do you got? What do you you say? Okay. What, what I got two two questions for you. Sure. I just went through this with my brother. I had a big fight with him about this. He used an agent in Aurora. Okay. Uh, he sold his house for one point one million. Yep. Um, I am trying to figure out exactly what his agent has done. I've bought and sold many houses through an agent, but I, I you know what? I don't think the value is there, and I'll tell you why. Initially, when he sold his house, 
the real the agent um what you would say he convinced him to list his house exclusively for one month Ooh. within that month he was supposed to sell the house nothing ever happened my impression was that because he was doing it exclusively he would have had a buyer that would come in or he would bring some sort of traffic in the house yeah never happened yeah uh, after the uh the first month the next day, they put the house up for sale through the market itself, and it was sold within one day. Yeah, done. yeah, of course. I'm you trying know. to figure out. Yeah, so what Sharif, exactly let me. Has this agent done to earn his keep? Yeah, so let, let let me help you out on something, and and thanks. That was an awesome awesome comment because I've seen it years and years of uh, people doing this, and so Sharif, here here's the one thing. Um, in your brother's situation, when you turn around and list a home exclusively, in most cases, it's because the agent says they have a buyer and they're trying to sell it themselves and they're trying to double end the deal. Now, the problem that I have with that is unless this agent, and again, we don't mention names here, but unless this agent has a huge network and massive marketing, then the chances are they may not have a solid buyer. If you want the highest price, folks, what do you think? The more people you tell, the better chance you have in getting it. I would say in this marketplace, unless somebody can, in a month, I would never at this stage ever sign an agreement for an exclusive for a month. You get an exclusive for one week. If the if you cannot bring that buyer who you say you have to an offer, forget it. You're wasting your time. Get it into the open MLS market. That's where you need to be. That's where the buyers are. They're sitting waiting for you to sell your house so they have something to buy. There's lots of buyers out there. How do you find them? In the MLS, you can do it. So the question is, to go to an exclusive, keep an exclusive short. Ten, five days, seven days, that's it. Don't waste any more of your time. That's it. Finale. Hey, listen, let's go to Ryan and Vaughn. And I, uh, I've i seen this before, Ryan. So uh, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Thank you. And I understand you purchased some investment property, and the builder came out and said, hey, they canceled your floor. So, yeah, pretty much back in 2013, and I won't name names, obviously, we purchased an investment condo at Young and Eglinton. Um, they were advertising at the time units as low as 199. So uh, it turns out there were only two units for 199, two studio units, and we were lucky. We went through the right agent that had connections to the builder, and they actually sold us one of the studio units in the building for 199, and they advertised 199 and up. Uh, last week, which is so we're talking, I guess two or three years later. They call us up and say, well, unfortunately, floors four, five, and six have been eliminated from the building. There's, uh, I guess, an amendment to the plans. Your unit is canceled. And I said, what are our options? Well, you can sign a mutual release where we'll give you your deposits back with no interest. Or um, we can offer you another unit, but it's an extra hundred and thirty thousand, um, which <laughs> is a little, which, which is bigger. In, yeah. you know, fair enough, it's bigger. Now, the first thing I did is I went to the agreement of purchase and sale because this is a contract, and really, there's nothing specifically in there that allows them to cancel our deal. There's provisions in there that say they can change the size, like I guess in small, you know, small ways. They can move the floor, but there's nothing in there that says they can cancel the unit. So. My question is... So, so Ryan, I'm going to ask you a question. So you said they cancelled floors 4, 5, and 6. Did they... Um, how, how tall is the building supposed to be? I, I think there's a podium and a tower. It's probably 20 floors. 
Okay. 20, 25 floors. So, so literally, I, I, I'm not sure how they can cancel like, like kind of like a lower mid floor, which I find interesting. But one of the things you have to understand when signing this, and I've met with lots of lawyers, lots of builders, we go through their contracts just so we have a you know good understanding. There is a clause in there that they actually say that they can cancel it, and it is comes down to either approval or changes in. It, it, it there is there is actually a cancellation clause. Most builders have the right to be able to cancel prior to closing, and 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 you may you may want your lawyer to take a look at it, but they will you know the, the fact that they've given you the option and to to upsell you on it, and if it's three years after the fact, I'm surprised that they actually have any inventory left. I think they have about six units left. Right. One of them, they offered us the smallest one, but really based on the area. And, and I should disclose, I am a lawyer. I'm not a real estate lawyer. Right. My cousin's a real estate lawyer, so I took it to him. Yep. He looked at it. I read it. I looked at it. And there actually is no provision that clearly says that. All it says is they can move the floor, they can change the design, but there's nothing in there that gives them that right. Yeah. Um, now, did they have did they have anything stating on approval of anything from the city? Because if they put the approval clause in there, meaning that um, from the municipality, and if right. they've canceled it, they'll they'll fall back on that one and say, well, the municipality said that we can't have this number of floors, so we've opted out on these three floors. And right. so if they've gone back on the municipality ruling on it, because what could happen is the municipality could sit there and say, okay, we only want you to have this many floors, this much saturation, pick three floors, and you've got to get rid of them. So it right. could be based on a municipality ruling, and the, okay. builder, the builder will utilize that as an, as an escape. Okay, and this this is not uncommon. I mean, we, you know, recently last year we actually saw the fact that there was an investment, uh, there was um, a condominium that was being built, and the the builder canceled the entire thing five years after everybody's deposit, gave them all back their deposit, and what they ended up getting as far as interest was an absolute joke, and now they're going to uh, keep the building for themselves. And they and they were they're able to do that. They were able to do it, yeah, yeah. Because what they did was they cut it short of their sales target. And what they did was they put in and said, "We must have X number of units sold, or okay. if we do not, then you will get your money back." Now let's just assume for a minute, because I see what you're saying. If there's a clause in there about the municipality, let's assume it's not in there just for a minute. Yeah. So let so let's say, and I wrote them a letter and I said, "Please advise where in the agreement uh, it allows you to do this." Yep. And surprisingly, it's been two weeks and I haven't heard back. Yeah. Listen, you, so, you, you, you may have a leg to stand on, and I wish you the best of luck on it. Um, you know, definitely, uh, next time we go, if, if you do have something, you know, you can always email us. Um, you can uh, reach me at thesimpleinvestor.com. I'd love to hear about it, and, and I wish you best of luck with it. Perfect. All Thank right. Thanks much. so much for listening. Hey, folks, what a day. Two hours of Simply Real Estate. We have covered so much and um, really love your feedback. And this is going to go to one of our final chats. It said, I recently sold a condo that sold in five days. The commission was 5%, and the real estate fees were $23,000. Uh, the listing agent made up a brochure. That's it. Another agent sold it. I feel the commission was excessive. The agents did not deserve that amount of money for such little work. The irony is that the lawyer, who has a lot of responsibility, only made $1,400. Um, yeah, and, and the funny thing is, is that um, if... If you were the, oh, if you were working, if you were selling it, your lawyer should not be charging you fourteen hundred dollars. By the way, um, it's actually less. Um, it's only the lawyers that end up registering on title that make more. 
Um, so $1,400 seems a little excessive even for a sale. So $2,300, is it too much to pay people? Um, I, you know what? The, the truth is there are realtors that are overpaid. That's the truth. It, it is what it is. And there are, the truth is also that, that I would say there's realtors that are underpaid. And I can't name names, but it is the reality. And it's interesting. I think real estate will start to morph in different directions. And the real question is, what happens with the market? Because again, if the market slows down, are realtors all of a sudden worth the money? And that's one of those things that we have to think about. So remember, coming up, the Simple Seminar, coming up on March the 30th. It's going to be held at the Mississauga Convention Center. And uh, 7 p.m., you can go to thesimpleinvestor.com to register and uh, I will be there and I'll leave your credit card at home. There is absolutely nothing for you to buy. Um, as always, I want to thank my producers here at the studio, being able to put up with my voice for two hours straight. That is awesome for them to do that and make sure that all the calls were taken. So thanks, guys. And uh, for all of you, of course, um, calling in, I appreciate it. I thank all my callers and all everybody texting me. Awesome. You know what? Uh, two hours. It's been exciting. We just might do this again. I don't know. We'll see. But hey, next week, join me. I've got Simon Giannini. He's a top uh, realtor from Royal Page as well. I've got Romana King, senior editor. At Money Sense, we got lots to talk about next week, so make sure you tune in for one hour of Simply Real Estate, 4 to 5 p.m. next week. So thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm Todd C. Slater, and we'll talk to you next week.